Hey y'all, it's your bike shop boyfriend Dustin here with uh, the Bike Shop Boyfriend Podcast. Um, yeah, this is the little introduction to the rest of the show. Uh, today's episode uh, is going to be two things. Um, my favorite things from the year, uh, so it's a bit of a year-ender, and what uh, what I'm sort of thinking about for 2018 It's more of a reaction than it is a prediction, but if you see it as a prediction, I'll totally own up to it. Um, But it's more of a counter-reaction to what's going on in the industry and also what's going on in my personal world right now. So here we go. All right, welcome to the first segment of uh, episode five we got going on here. Um, As mentioned in the intro, we're going to be doing a... By we, I just met myself, really. Um, We're doing a 2017 Favorites. So it's a bit of a year-ender for myself as to what I really enjoyed from the year. So 2017, big year um, for me on a professional level as well as on a personal level. Personally, uh, I'm just going to give a shout-out to my new niece. Uh, Her name is Nora. She's adorable as all heck. Um, If you are fortunate enough for me to show you uh photos of this cutie um you know i'm all about this kid's cheeks and her head of full head of hair like it's amazing what nine months can do to a kid um yeah i'm pretty sure she can braid her hair now uh so big congrats to my sister as well as my brother-in-law uh beautiful child their second and so there's that um on a professional note and it, it still sort of goes into the personal realm I would say is uh, the group rides that I lead on Tuesday evenings with uh, my bike shop that I work for Um, this is just a shout out to uh, everyone that was participating in each of the Tuesday rides Uh, it's a road ride Um, the shop does put on a Wednesday ride and uh, on the Tuesday ride I'm often leading that one and it was just such a great dynamic of riders there was some new faces there was a lot of returning faces overall it was just really positive vibes we had great weather we had a few sort of called it short because we don't ride in lightning just that safety um but yeah there was that uh another thing that i really really enjoyed was uh charity rides i actually took the challenge onto myself to do uh three and it turned out to be closer to four excuse me uh, four charity rides, and uh, one was for the MS Bike uh, Foundation uh, that was out in Gimli, and that was a beautiful ride. Uh, we rode past Lake Winnipeg, and it was uh, fortunate enough to have a tailwind. There was one section where it was just a fake, it felt like I had flat tires, but it was really just a headwind that you could not really perceive. It was truly interesting because it did not feel gusty, if that makes sense, like it wasn't blowing in your face. So, with that, uh, it just really made the ride that much more special way lots of fun great support throughout that entire event um second one was uh the oh uh ride for refuge uh it was a bunch of charities coming together uh non-profits for the most part and uh riders were sort of riding for other 
charities. So it wasn't just one, it was many. And uh, Main Street Project benefited from uh, my good legs that day. And also uh, it was a lot of fun to actually ride with a newfound friend and possible listener of the podcast. Uh, His name's Paul, awesome sauce guy, uh, strong as all heck. I don't know where he's got that from, but he... uh, He's actually become one of my favorite new riders to ride with this season, so that's kudos to him and look forward to many rides with him in the coming year. And lastly, before I forget, uh, the oh inside ride. It's based on uh, the premise of indoor spinning for five minutes of all-out effort, and it's for... Uh, in our case, it was for Cancer Care Manitoba, in particular the children aspect of it. So it was really good to spin my legs super fast for a whole bunch of good kids. Uh, and I believe we came in second, even though we weren't necessarily trying. And I also had a sprained NCL during that event. That's not an excuse, it's just a fact. I was really pedaling with one leg. And we came in second in our group, and it was super fun. Huge shout out to the organizers of uh, Cancer Care Manitoba Inside Ride. It's a mouthful. Um, yeah, really well earned and deserved uh, result. And hopefully they got a lot of money actually for uh, cancer research and all that good stuff. So those are just some of the first part of my favorite things from 2017. Here's the second part. All right, my second favorite thing is going to have to be uh, more of a selfish note. Um, It was acquiring in uh, 2016, I should say, uh, the day before it snowed officially for the winter going into the 2017 season. If this is all making sense, let me know. Um, Was the 2016 Giant TCR Advanced Pro 1. That's a mouthful to say. Um, Got that seriously just before the snow came uh giant makes a tremendously fun responding bike uh great price point amazing value uh it has altegra throughout the entire group set it's only mechanical so you know don't get carried away here it's not a fancy fancy bike but it is a fast and uh, pretty nimble bike and i do enjoy riding the heck out of it um i rode it all throughout the trainer season uh 2017 early new year there and uh hit the ground running so i will say that that bike really helped uh sort of motivate my annual goals of covering uh approximately 4000 kilometers i do work a lot so 4000 kilometers is a lot for myself um and it actually allowed me to cover it in the least amount of time that i've ever tried to make that goal for myself so much so that i extended that goal another 500 kilometers to 4,500 kilometers and uh, still surpassed that. So I'm very much pleased with uh, those two results for myself. Uh, Getting that done, you know, it's kind of a favorite thing, right? Like set goals, accomplish them, make new goals. So that's what this is all about. Um, Another thing that I was really, really uh, finding that I enjoyed from 2017 is uh, audio technology. Uh, This podcast is obviously being played on different devices, smart devices, uh, Google Home devices, uh, Alexa, I'm I'm 
sort of drawing a blank as to all the other ones. But voice is actually becoming something that I'm very, very fascinated by in terms of prevalence and acceptance in our society. Hey, you're able to multitask, do dishes, maybe ride your bike, um, or enjoy a commute drive listening to this podcast. So I have to say, hey, thank you very much for doing that, first of all. And secondly, hey, my voice is out there. So that's part of the whole uh, fascination that's going with it. So um, yeah, I have to say, like, I bought two of those Google Home Minis, Black Friday deal. I shop online, I'm not going to lie. And I am absolutely loving them. So those are also on my favorite list. And lastly, um, this podcast, actually, I started a blog. uh, So it's more written and visual and is a depository for most of my visual and thinking, I would have to say. But the podcast itself, I like the aspect that I can just press down on a button, let my mind sort of wander and ramble a little bit. There's some focus to what I actually do talk about, thank goodness. And um, yeah, hopefully it's sort of proving dividends. And if you guys have any comments or uh, critiques that you can send my way, I am highly highly anticipating the next comment i am actually beginning to thrive on the comments so far they've been very positive uh and i can't thank you all enough for that but um yeah i just want to know what you guys are thinking uh how you want the show to go and what you want to know i guess um so that's yeah that's my favorite parts of 2017 on with the show All right, now my favorite part of one year going into the next is sort of coming up with my counter reactions to, uh, or counter punches I even like to call them, to what has all happened in 2017. So in 2017, locally, uh, city council just passed a bylaw allowing, um, excuse me, uh, taxi cabs to use the diamond lane. I already covered it in a previous podcast. Personally, I think it's a huge mistake, um, a bit of a regressive mistake in bylaw that's sort of coming into effect, but they're going to try it over a year. Hopefully, there's enough outcry from local cyclists, businesses, drivers, pedestrians, all parties involved, and they scrap it, hopefully. Um, But I actually kind of see for 2018, a lot of the uh, road riding clientele that I serve um, them, I see them sort of getting more into gravel rides, the road less traveled, any road really that is not going to be paved or taken up by traffic or very, very, very low sporadic traffic levels. Um, I see that actually as something coming up in the near future uh, as a trend for 2018 for sure. Uh, myself, I'm actually going to be picking up a gravel bike. I can't share with you just yet as to which one I'm deciding on. It's between two of them. And all right, I'll let the cat out of the bag. Um, I'm looking at a giant TCX SX uh, model as well as a Norco Search XR model as well not going to tell you the trim levels but um yeah both of them really sort of strike a chord with me as to how the geometry would fit uh for my tall lanky frame but uh personal body i should say and yeah i plan on actually doing a few gravel rides for my upcoming 2018 season and just because i'm riding gravel doesn't mean that i foresee everyone riding gravel i just foresee a market that 
they're going to get tired of sharing the road with cars. So I see them sort of taking the road less traveled and exploring uh, non-paved infrastructures, as I would say, because chances are your government or local municipality um, just can't maintain the infrastructure for pavement as well. So uh, might as well get yourself a knobby, tired ride and go have some fun actually so uh if you're following um, myself on uh, instagram do also follow kaylee frets of cycling tips he has something called the secret Grode project i would highly recommend it as well as nick logan's um gravel cycling book it is stunning from what i've seen online i'm saving my shekels to get uh, a copy of it so fingers crossed, hopefully that's something I can acquire for 2018. Maybe give you a bit of a book review. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that all goes. So in 2018, I kind of foresee a few trends uh, coming up actually in the near future. One is going to be more grassroots events starting up, uh, whether they be gravel grinders, whether they be uh, social charity-based rides like a Fondo, but maybe not a fondo maybe um but just more grassroots based uh organized rides uh gentlemen racing uh formats uh prestige formats which are sort of non-sanctioned by any governing bodies uh race program so they'll have that sort of low-key lo-fi uh non-supported sort of feel to it i think those are really interesting uh sort of cues that I'm sort of discerning from uh, promotions and other uh, organizers that they're thinking about getting into for the 2018-2019 year. Um, another thing that I'm actually very, very excited about is, I'm going to say it, I'm going to probably piss off a whole bunch of my traditionalist friends, is uh, disc brake road bikes. Yep, I said it. It's going to be a thing, 2018. Um, even though I just mentioned in my favorites for 2017, chances are I'm going to be selling my 2016 bike to buy a 2018 or 2019 TCR disc brake bike. Um, I love the geometry of that bike, but I do kind of want the slightly larger uh, allowances for wider tires and slightly bigger air volumes. Our concrete here in Manitoba uh, and paved infrastructure systems suck. I can't say that any nicer. Um, they're not the greatest. They're horrible. They're not well maintained. They're not well invested in, I should even be saying. In terms of when they fix it, they're not putting enough material down so it doesn't fracture due to the cold and the heat that we get. Um, so having said that, something that would allow me to have bigger tire volumes and also for better stopping overall. I don't necessarily go out riding in the rain. However, I do go for really long extended periods of time for riding. And if my hands get tired, I was just even thinking that if you can just have the same amount of lever throw power to stop, that in itself is a huge uh, safety and savings in terms of stopping power when you want to stop even if you're tired and your hands are tired or cold or cramped up what have you you have that ability to stop i think that's just a great idea and a selling feature unto itself um as well as going to list on this particular uh endeavor i'm thinking of um 
But on the flat bar side of things, I do sort of foresee uh, just observing industry-wide, uh, tires are getting a little bit more mid-fattish. If you know what I'm talking about in the bicycle industry, you may have heard of 27.5 plus tires. Those are about like two to three inch big fat bulbous tires that are just juicy in terms of able to soak up so much of the trail grab every little bit that you thought you might be a little precarious on gives you that sure-footedness when you're riding um myself i am not terribly flat bar versed as i'm gonna call it uh in fact i have an aversion to flat bars in general but uh jokingly i would actually really enjoy riding more of a mid-fat sort of uh, ride just because one it gives you a bit more suspension and plushness feel as well as uh, gives you that sure-footedness of riding on trails that you're not terribly familiar with and it gives you that grip when in that confidence that you would probably not have otherwise so that's something for the flat bar crew out there um, and lastly shop rides yeah, shop rides. So shop rides I'm finding are going to be uh, continuing to be social introductions to forming groups outside of uh, that sort of context. So a lot of people are sort of pairing off and forming their own little ride groups that are satellites to the main group social ride. Um, myself, on our rides, I personally foster this and I really expect people to do it on their own. If not, that's fine. It's hard making friends when you're an adult. I get it but it's really kind of cool when you do. So I'm just saying, if you can find that, do it. All right, so I think that's gonna do it for this episode of Bike Shop Boyfriend. Um, if you have any comments, concerns, uh, insights, predictions, your favorites of 2017 that you'd like to share, you can tweet me at D-O-S-T-I-N-W-H-T, that's Dustin W-H-T, um, I'm also available at the same Instagram handle and you can contact me on Facebook, drop me a DM. I love it. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. So if you have any questions that you would like to have addressed on the show, that would be amazing. Again, you can contact me through here and, uh, that's going to be it. So hopefully you have yourself a great day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>